Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. Hi, I'm Robin Sessingham, and this is Extra Zest. Every month, we're focusing on what's fresh and what's growing in Florida. I'll be talking to extension agents from the University of Florida's Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, known as IFAS, to tell us what we should be looking for and cooking with right now. Alicia Whitten is a commercial agriculture agent specializing in small fruits and vegetables. And Stephen Gran is the Hillsborough County Extension Director. Stephen and Alicia, thanks so much for being here. Well, thank you for having us. Thanks. Thanks for inviting us. So, April, this is our short but sweet season for blueberries. Yes, it is. Tell us about Florida blueberries. Well, Florida blueberries are a unique type. They are southern high bush blueberries. If you're from the north, you're more used to northern high bush. But the southern high bush is a cross of many different varieties, but mainly a particular um, variety or a species that has low chill. Since we don't get as much cold to have dormancy, we need our blueberries to fruit when there's very low chill. So the whole state, you pretty much can grow them from about Fort Pierce on up the state. The southern high bush, depending on how many hours you have, makes a difference of the varieties. But we have a strong breeding program at the University of Florida, so they've developed some unique varieties um, particular to what part of the state you're in. Okay, so uh, describe describe a Florida blueberry as opposed to, an, uh, you know, something you might that grows in North Carolina or further north or opposed to what's growing in South. We get a lot from South America. Well, yes, you do. The South American varieties are more what is grown in, like, North Carolina, Michigan. Um, it's more of a um, northern high bush varieties. Down here, they're usually, of course, a large blueberry is what everybody's striving for um, with a good blue color, that silvery blush, if you can get it on the um, fruit, a low picking scar, meaning when the stem comes off, it doesn't tear the fruit, and then a very sweet berry. Also, one of the unique things about Florida berries, there's a variety called Sweet Crisp that when you bite it, it's more like eating an apple. You get that crispy crunch. Really? When you bite on it, yes. So it's not as soft as a Not as blueberry. soft. Now, some of our other varieties, I wouldn't call them soft, but they're not crunchy. Well, I'm not feeling like we're getting so many varieties in the grocery store, Stephen. Aren't we just basically getting one variety in the grocery store? Well, the, um, the market for our Florida blueberries is very short. So they've, you know, they've developed these, uh, the, the berries to meet that very unique uh, market window that we have in between the berries that are coming out of South America and the berries that are produced in the, uh, in the southern, other southern states like uh, Georgia and uh, the Carolinas. So uh, it's not that there's just 
very few varieties. It's those very specific ones for the for our unique growing conditions. Well, I guess what I'm saying is when I go to Publix, when I go to the grocery yeah. store, I don't think I see here's like with apples it's so easy yeah. to see okay. here's yellow apples here's red delicious here's you know uh granny smith the blueberries i'm not seeing that well, absolutely and many um uh, of the other types of produce uh, the varieties are not necessarily identified uh in the grocery stores like there's there are many different varieties of the uh, yellow squashes for instance but we don't name those varieties uh when they're marketed in the grocery stores apples are a little different where those different uh, varieties are are marketed so uh, could as it such. be is it that like one week I might go and see one variety and the next week I'll go and it's from a different grower and I'm seeing maybe Alicia that kind of apple tasting variety yes. that you're talking it's, about it's not identified but I can tell you that throughout the state of Florida you're probably talking at least six to eight different varieties that oh. are that are grown extensively now there are even others that you know fewer growers do produce and part of the reason is they don't want you to be expecting one variety and once that one picks down you're looking for that name so it's all florida blueberries and we have a high sugar ratio in our blueberries so they're sweet they're all very sweet and they get to the market quickly um so that's an advantage a blueberry can hold in your refrigerator for several weeks so um, that's the advantage of a florida blueberry the shipping time when you come from south america there is a prolonged shipping time so by the time it gets to your store that blueberry has been picked for a while do they ripen like a peach does or all are they ripe off the bush they will color up a little bit just like a strawberry they will color but they don't get significantly sweeter once they're picked how hard are they to grow for say say i wanted to grow them at home you know how many bushes do you need how much room you know for a decent amount say i wanted to get a few pints a week well it depends what age the bush are, how good a grower you are. The main thing about a, a blueberry, they like a very acid condition. So that's why if you go by a blueberry field, you see them grown usually in pine bark to get that acid organic situation. Okay. When I say organic, I mean organic soil as in organic material. Mm-hmm. This so if you were a homeowner and you were going to grow them, I would tell you to get pots and grow them in. Oh, really? And fairly big pots, not just a little one-gallon pot. So that you could regulate the, the pH better? Yes, you want to keep the pH low, which is very different from, from most of our crops we're growing. You can grow in fine pine bark. And that's what the growers are buying and putting out in their fields. So it's not landscape mulch, the big chunks of pine bark. Mm -hmm. These are very small pieces. Because those lower the pH naturally. Lowers the pH. It gives you a lot of organic matter. It also drains water. Blueberries like a moist condition, but not a wet foot condition. 
So farmers make a lot of money, I guess, in a short amount of time on blueberries. A lot of farmers they switched over. To. They hope to. <laughs> it is a gamble every yes. year. Yes. Why? Because of the weather or what? Uh, market conditions. It's uh, you know when the uh, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, the blueberries coming out of South America when when those end in our market starts and then after our market when the the next market comes into into play so it's all about the uh, crop efficiency and the cost of production locally versus uh, the same thing in other regions so once our cost of production is more than the cost of the berries coming out of other growing areas that's when uh, our market uh, uh, dries up because Mm. we're not able to sell at a profitable rate when the blueberries are coming from other areas at a lower price. And you mentioned they don't they don't like the wet weather. So they we, don't like wet feet. So if we I mean, get if we get a lot of rain, that, that can, can that can be bad unless your your pine bark drains really well. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's we're Florida's pretty dry in the spring. Yes, but I'm talking all year. You don't want it wet. You don't want that water standing around the plants any time of the year. Oh, I see, when they're growing. Right. So if you're growing like you wanted to grow your plants, you would want to grow them in pots. That's a little easier for a homeowner. And a lot of some of our commercial fields are grown in containers also. But it raises them up. You get good drainage of the water out the bottom of the pot. Okay, let's talk about squashes in season right now. Yes, both yellow squash and zucchini squash. We grow quite a few of both. Actually, zucchini is very popular up north, whereas yellow squash is more popular in the south. Oh, more of a southern dish. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between yellow squash and zucchini? Well, first off, the color, the size, it's just different. It's a different texture. Different taste to me. I Mm -hmm. like both, but of course, being a southern girl, I was raised more on yellow squash than zucchini. a lot of Italians prefer zucchini because that's what they were used to. In a lot of recipes, you can use them interchangeably. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, you know, a lot of people make zucchini bread. Right. Could you use yellow squash? You could. I always think of yellow squash as having a little bit higher water content, so you might have to um, adjust your liquids. And I have seen recipes for yellow squash bread, but not anything like zucchini bread recipes which is thousands of those right so there's a few of the yellow squash yes you can find you can find some recipes for yellow squash other than a savory dish you can find some sweet recipes if you look around so where is it grown mostly in florida um most counties that have agriculture will have some squash grown in their county south to north from south to north Squash is one of the quicker crops to grow, um, probably only about a 45 to 60 day from planting the seed um, to get to be picking if you're a good grower. Um, so you will see at different times in the winter, it's grown more in Miami-Dade, Immokalee area, where they aren't quite as cold. Then it moves to Central Florida, and then it will move to North Florida and then eventually on up the country if you're commercial. But it is one of the easier ones for people to grow in their gardens. Where are you from, Alicia? Florida. Yeah, we're in Florida. I was born in Jacksonville, and I was raised in Polk County. Well, let's hear it for Polk County. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
Um, so where in Polgani, I just have to ask. Oh, my goodness. Now you're going to get me to tell my secrets. I was raised in Bradley Junction. Oh, my goodness. And so anybody that knows Polk County is probably rolling their eyes about now. It's no. a very rural part of the county. Yeah. Well, that's nice. So tell me, if do you have a favorite recipe for the yellow squash, a favorite way that you like to eat it? Um, probably any type of squash casserole. I love yellow squash casseroles. Okay. You can get them with, you know, made with the mushroom soup or cream of chicken soup or whether it's sour cream i just don't think you can go wrong when you fix a squash casserole you know alicia i do have a famous squash casserole that i make all right you do yellow squash and zucchini with sour cream uh dry ranch dressing mix and uh cheese and then uh ritz crackers on the top and are you going to give us that recipe i can i can provide that recipe i think we're going to have that we're going to have that on our website i think he needs to make the recipe for us (laughs) next time (laughs) next time i want you to bring samples (laughs) well steve and alicia thank you so much we will talk to you next time thank you robin thank you that was Alicia Whitten and Stephen Bran of the Hillsborough County Extension Office. You'll find the recipe for Stephen's Florida squash casserole at our website, thezestpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to The Zest. It's free, and that way you won't miss anything. I'm Robin Sussingham. Dalia Colon and I produce The Zest, which is a production of WUSF Public Media.